0: They're just a bunch of fucking inbred retards. recording Oh <laughs> yes we're recording Fucking recording I go back to Kuala Lumpur yesterday I'm here spending two nights and then I'm returning to the United Kingdom via Abu Dhabi and Dublin I'm going Abu Dhabi Dublin back to the UK uh, it's been a great trip it's been a great adventure But it's time for me to end it. It's time for it to end. I'm ending it and going back to the UK. i got everything done I wanted to get done on this trip. Great fun. Great fucking fun. Great fun. And now I'm going to record two episodes of Brad Nichols' podcast here in this hotel room, which is a hotel room. Not a hotel room, but a hotel I stayed in uh, earlier on the trip. Uh, and it's in an area of Kuala Lumpur that I stayed in uh, my first time here as well. And I was, uh, I was happy to find out that it was the, the same area when I came back here earlier on this trip. Because I kind of suspected it, but I didn't know for sure. And then I, I saw some things that were definitely like, oh no, this is it, this is the place, you know? And it brought back those memories. And I didn't particularly like it the first time I stayed here in this area, and it's a bit of a fucking weird area as well. It is, uh, but for some reason now, I just like it. And there's um, there's lots of reasons not to like it, but for some reason, I've just decided. You know what? I like this weird fucking place in Kuala Lumpur. It's one of the you know my my it's one of my favorite places in Kuala Lumpur, um, and that. If you were here and looking around, that would probably be very surprising to you. It's very strange. But yeah, I'm. so I decided, you know, <laughs> I'm going to stay back here. I'm going to stay here again for the last two nights of this trip, being here in, in Kuala Lumpur. And I'm going to record some episodes. I'm recording two episodes today. I'm not releasing them. I'm not going to release them until February. There are gonna be no episodes in January, okay? I'm I'm gonna do this, okay? I'm sometimes here's the thing Brad Nichols Podcast, you're gonna get over fifty two episodes a year. That's what you get. Okay, that's what happens here on Brad Nichols Podcast. There is always gonna be over fifty two episodes a year unless I change it. Unless I change that. But I think it's going to be... Oh, there's an alarm. There is always going to be over 52 episodes. Okay? Unless I change it. All right? But I feel like I'm not going to change that. And I feel like I'm going to... As long as we do Brad Noggle's podcast, it's going to be over 52 episodes. All right? But it's, there's no schedule to it. The schedule is what I decide at the time. Okay? Okay? And in the first year we did it, we started in April, April 17th. And we did over 52. But there were some months where there was no episodes. There was no episodes. Uh, There was no episodes for, for the podcast. And in 2022, I think every single month we did have episodes. We did. But in 2023, January... I've decided no episodes. I feel like recording. I feel like recording now here in this hotel room, but I don't feel like releasing it until February because I want everyone to be like, what's the fucking episode? I want to depress you. I know, I want to make you feel pain. I want to confuse you. I want you to be running around in circles thinking where the fuck is the Brad Nillis Podcast episode? It's a January. Well, they're not going to be there, okay? They're not. And I think I'm going to do it for another month as well, okay? I tell you, I'm going to do it for another month. I'm not going to tell you which month, but another month in the year, I'm going to, yeah, do no episodes, all right, to hurt you again, okay? And to to, to just continuously hurt you, because for the rest of the year, you're going to be worrying, like, wait, well, is this going to be the month? And if I don't put an episode out early in the month, you're going to be thinking, is this the month? Is this the month? So we're going to be doing that, but I do feel like, I feel like recording. I feel like recording today. I have some kind of respiratory issue. I don't know what it is, but it's been with me. It's been with me for a few days. It's It's been inside me for a few days. I'm not sure it is. I, it could be a reaction to the rabies vaccinations that I'm getting. The post-exposure rabies vaccinations that I'm getting, I got another one, the third one in uh, Vietnam in Ho Chi Minh City, so it might be that, um, and that was another another brand of vaccine, but the same you know kind of type, the same type of vaccine, so it might be that. But really, I've been having this kind of a bit of shortness of breath and coughing for for a while now, on and off. Uh, maybe a week, maybe longer than a week, uh, and it's been getting worse, and then it's been getting better, and then it's been getting worse, it's it's interesting, and there's uh, things that have been triggering it as well, the pollution of these fucking places, the pollution of Vietnam, fucking awful, really, seriously, very bad pollution in Ho Chi Minh City, the smells, the strong smells, can't be fucking having that, don't like that, Strong smells around me. And there's been some strong smells around me. Chemically, chemically smells. Chemically smells that have really been triggering things. So I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it's asthma coming up again. Okay. I had asthma when I was a kid, but... And I do have kind of a bit of asthma with only very certain triggers. But maybe it's... It's just... It could be GERD as well, really. I got the, you know, the... The acid coming up from my stomach. That could be it. It could be multiple things all coming together. And I'm also, you know, maybe a bit sick. Maybe I've got some kind of respiratory illness as well. It could be COVID. Maybe finally I've got COVID. I thought maybe I had COVID before when I was in Thailand. I had a really sore throat. It was hard to swallow. I had, um, you know, I was, it was fucking uh, fatigue. You know, really, really awful. But it lasted like a few days. It lasted a few days and then it was fucking gone. And this feels more like uh, it could be COVID. This feels like this is what COVID should be after free vaccinations. After the vaccinations, the booster. This is what COVID could feel like. So maybe I finally got COVID, but I'm not going to test yet. If it keeps going, then I'll test. But yeah, it's, um, it's like, it's, (laughs) it's like that, you know, it's like that. That's what it's like. It's a cough sometimes, and it's a bit of shortness of breath. No, is it working? Okay, is it working? I'm going to fucking kill some people. I'm going to go outside, find some people, kill some people. Why is this happening with my microphone? What's going on? It stopped recording out of nowhere, just stopped recording, all right, so we're going to keep recording now and see what happens, but there is an issue now with some technology here that, yeah, this happening, it just stopped recording, what, what, a, what, Stop not be a cunt, why are you being a cunt, okay, you're being a cunt, and you know who else is being a cunt, this is what we're going to talk about today. Prince William, the future king of the United Kingdom, he's a cunt. Apparently, he's been severely beating his younger brother, Harry. Okay? There's a new story out now. Prince Harry has a book coming out. It's called Spare. (laughs) And look, this is what it's all about with Prince Harry. The, The reason why he does... Every single fucking thing he does. The reason why he's so fucked up is because he is the younger child in a family in which the older child becomes the fucking king, okay? That's what it's like for them. Just imagine being born in that in that system, all right? You're the younger child, and being the younger child means that you are literally yeah you're the spare you're the spare because your brother is going to be king and if something happens to your brother then okay yeah you can be king sure it must be so fucking horrible being the younger child in that in that system <laughs> like you know no you know what if the older child is a fucking retard. The older child just re- comes out retarded, and the younger one, really intelligent, fucking great. He should be king. They should be queen. And yet, no, because the older one was just born be- before. That's it. That's the only reason. It's very funny. It's re- it really is, and that's that's what you get your whole life. You know, you know, no matter what they tell you. When, when you're growing up, like you know that you are the fucking irrelevant one in this system. You just fucking are. You're Prince Harry. You're not future King William. You're little Prince Harry. And once your brother starts popping out kids, or putting his sperm in a woman that pops out the kids, children don't come out of his penis. Once he knocks up some bitch, You get pushed further and further away in relevance. You get pushed down the fucking line, man. And all of this, all of the problems that are happening, all of this drama, all of this bullshit, is because he's jealous. He's jealous of his older brother, that he gets to be king, and he is in fucking furiated that that is the reality of this system that he's in. Everything... Is already written out for you. Everything's the way it's going to be. And you just have to either accept that. Or do what Harry's doing. Okay? Do what Harry's doing and try and destroy it. And he is trying to destroy the royal family. He fucking hates his family. He hates the system. And he's doing everything to tear it down. That's what he's doing. And look, maybe this shit is true. But what I'm going to read now is true. And maybe everything he's saying about all of the racism and all of that is true as well. But it's 100% going back in the opposite direction as well. They're all cunts, okay? Everyone's a fucking cunt, all right? But this guy is actively out in public trying to destroy both his family and the institution That his family fucking is right now. That's what he's trying to do. So I guess he's a fucking ally. He is. Because I don't like the royal family. I don't like the British monarchy. So. Okay. He's an ally to me. But he's still a cunt. Okay. And I still don't like him. He's still a fucking whining ginger person. You know. And I don't like ginger people. And I don't like whining ginger people. Maybe even more than I don't like ginger people. So here he is. In, and he's he's got this memoir coming out called Spare. <laughs> he's literally trying to tell the world, this is the reason. This is the reason. This is why I'm doing everything I'm doing, because to the royal family, I'm just a fucking spare. Anyway, apparently, his brother William um, violently abused him. He came round to the cottage... And he grabbed him by the collar. And he ripped his necklace. Okay. He ripped (laughs) his necklace off his fucking neck. And he knocked him to the floor. And he says, he writes that there is a visible injury on his back. It, It fucking resulted in a visible injury to his back. This Prince William guy... The guy who will perhaps maybe be king. I've never liked him. I've never liked him. I've never liked him especially, you know. I think he he wants, and I think even maybe more than his father. Because his father always wanted to get involved in politics and has. And the whole thing with Liz Truss with his, with his father. The way he commented on how Liz Truss was doing such a fucking terrible job. And when she came round, he said, you know, he said, oh, fucking, you've come again. Oh, no, fucking kill me or something. You know, he got involved in politics there. And his dad's trying to, you know, he's he, he has throughout his life. And he's doing it now as king. He's trying to, you know, be something more than a constitutional monarch. But William? And the, 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 the way he's kind of been living his life i feel like he could even try to do more than that to be more involved in politics perhaps not openly like his dad i think william is is trying to be smarter than that i think he could he could be doing stuff more you know behind closed doors because he's such a he is a narcissist i can tell he's a narcissist and he's you know a psychopath and all, and all the fun stuff he really is and he like the the way he and i knew this uh the the when i first paid attention to this this um this twat really at all is in an interview he gave a while ago and the interviewer asked him about you know becoming king something like this you know and, like, some some kind of, like, are you ready to be king? Or do you think about something like that along those lines? And he seemed so excited about it. He didn't give the answer that he should have given. You know, he didn't give the PR answer. And he probably maybe regretted that afterwards. Or maybe he didn't. Maybe he was trying to get, get this across. Maybe he was trying to get this across into, you know, into the world that he this is the way he feels but the way he was so excited about he you could just tell his whole body came alive his face lit up and he was at the same time trying to hide his glee and he said something like well you know it that will of course mean that people i love very much have passed away um, and that will be very sad but i'm you know i'm fucking ready i'm going to I'm so fucking ready, oh, fucking kill them now fucking knife them knife them in the liver and let them bleed out slowly and then I'm gonna fucking eat the livers Ooh, yes, he was so happy about it it really was something such an interesting thing to see because it was a real moment it was, he was, at, he was saying something that he probably shouldn't have said if he wanted to to keep the kind of the the pretense of of not really wanting to be king okay and it wasn't what he said it was it was the way he said it it was the way he said it and the way everything just came alive you know so maybe it was like the pr answer maybe it was the pr answer but it wasn't the fucking pr you know body language and facial expressions, and tone of fucking voice, no, it wasn't, he really wants to be king, and that, you know, that's his whole identity, and he's probably given his brother a lot of shit, if he's this kind of person, and he's probably really fucking fucked with his brother growing up, you know, because he knows he's the one that's going to be king, and he knows his brother isn't. And really he probably views his brother as an obstacle to that, as something that could fuck with his his future. His destiny. That's how he really sees it. His destiny. You know, he thinks he's special. So I do I do enjoy that Harry has gone this route. And he could destroy the royal family. I hope he does. He's doing a lot of damage to destroy the royal family you would need you'd need a lot more than uh, news stories you really would you need something a lot more fun than that but he he's doing his best to damage the royal family and all of all of this all and his wife you know the american the american woman coming along yeah yeah, the the thing that could actually save the royal, fa- save all you know, stop all of this, and maybe even save the royal family. All right, is if William were to pass away from some kind of heart defect. Okay, whatever age, maybe how old is he? You know, maybe he hits fifty three, and they realize, oh, you you have a quarter of your heart missing. <laughs> Sorry. And you're dead, you know? Like some kind of... Maybe he has a stroke. Maybe he has a heart attack. Maybe he falls off his bicycle and he hits his fucking head. Okay? And all the prince's horses and all the prince's men can't put fucking William back together again. Maybe that's what happens. And then Harry becomes king. And then everything is fine. And there's a King Harold. And, you know, Harry can finally be happy. And then he kills himself. Because he's guilty. He's guilty for all of the shit he did to his family. And then the royal family just fucking dissolves. It goes away. Gets in a submarine. And it leaves. Like, they can go to Australia or Canada. You know why you got to have the UK as well now? And I think I've said this before. I think I've said this before. The UK should be the next country to get rid of the royal family. Don't let it be don't let it be Australia or another Caribbean country. Do it. Do it. The UK's got to do it first. Now. It's not going to be first, but do it now. And then leave the rest of the fucking colonies <laughs> to, to fucking wallow in the ridiculousness, the, the ridiculousness, the ridiculousness of having this retarded family, this incestuous retarded family, at the top of their states. That's what should happen. Let's read some more of this article. Harry writes that William urged him to hit back, citing fights they had had as children. Harry says he refused to do so. Oh, yes. William left, Harry says, then returned looking regretful (laughs) and apologised. Sorry about breaking your necklace. Don't tell anyone. I I, want to be king. When William left again, his brother writes, he turned and called back, you don't need to tell Meg about this. You mean that you attacked me? I didn't attack you, Harold. Harry says he didn't immediately tell his wife, but did call his (laughs) (laughs) therapist. He called his therapist. (laughs) Who's his therapist? When Megan later noticed scrapes and bruises on his back, and he therefore told her of the attack, Harry says she wasn't that surprised and wasn't all that angry. She was terribly sad. Harry's resentment of being the spare is the unifying theme of his book. I fucking told you! I didn't even fucking know that he's, you know, being actually honest about this. He's being honest about the fact that (laughs) it's because he's the spare. Harry's resentment of being the spare is the unifying theme of his book. Through chapters on his childhood, his schooling, his career... As a royal and in the British army, his relationship with his parents and brother and his life with Meghan through courtship, marriage, wedding, marriage, to their own experience of parenthood. Early on, Harry recounts the story of how his father, now King Charles, supposedly said to his wife, Princess Diana, on the day of Harry's birth, Wonderful! Exclamation mark. Now you've given me an heir and a spare. My work is done. Cunt! King Cunt. Whether describing his memories and love for Diana, who was killed in a car crash in Paris in August 97, or his similar love for his grandma, Queen Elizabeth II, who died last year, Harry is unsparing in his recounting of intensely private scenes and conversations. Harry met Meghan in 2016, They married at Windsor Castle in 2018 as Duke and Duchess of Sussex. They began life as working royals but quickly drifted apart from the family and eventually embarked on a largely separate existence, moving to Canada and then California. Alright, we don't need to read any more of this. They're just a bunch of fucking inbred retards. And they don't deserve anything they have. But they're going to keep going for a while longer. They really are. How much longer? Well, it's all up to the people. It's all up to the people. And sadly, there are not enough people who want to get rid of them. You know? And it's because it's just not important enough. It doesn't really affect... Anything, only around the edges. So symbolically, it's incredibly important. But it doesn't affect anyone's lives too much, you know, in any real substantial way. And that's how they keep slipping through the years, the decades, and who fucking knows, maybe even more centuries. I do know. It's not going to be centuries more. Okay, it's not going to be centuries more. I hope. I hope. But it, it, again, it's the fucking... Uh, it's that thing. It's the thing is that it's important, but it's not important at the same time. That's, that's the fucking magic. That's what sustains them. You know? That's what sustains the whole thing. That it's not enough of a thing... For the people who could bring it down. To bring it down. Okay. Because the people who could bring it down. Are working on more important things. You know. So I could bring it down. I could. But I'm working on more important things. I have more important things to do. Than focus. The amount of energy and attention. You know. It would be a sustained period of time. You know. And it would be. It would have to be a significant campaign to bring it down, you know? That's the magic that fucking sustains all of this. It's important, but not important enough. That's it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take a piss. How was my breathing? I, I coughed a bit. I coughed a bit. I had a bit of shortness of breath. But yeah. Hope. Hopefully- <laughs> I want it to be COVID. I want this, wherever I've got right now, to be COVID. Okay? Because this is pretty mild. It's pretty mild. And it, it comes and goes as well, you know, based on the triggers, based on how much you know, energy I'm exerting, how much I'm speaking, you know, different smells in the air. So I hope it's it's COVID that's being, that's very mild and that's being exasperated by Certain triggers. Yeah. Anyway, that's the episode. I'm going to take a piss. And then I'm going to make another one. I'm going to make the uh, the second episode of February. And the second episode of 2023. After I take a piss. Okay. Take a piss. Then <coughs> maybe drink some Sprite. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. I do know. I'm going to get straight back at it. Okay. Yes. See you in the next one.